fellow heroes and force users of all ages, hello there. Welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Daniel Dawson, and I'm joined by my dear friends and fellow nerf herders, Alyssa Simmons. Hello. And Dino Nicandros. Hello. Hello. Today, we are discussing the newest offering from the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Disney Plus, Hawkeye. This is episodes one through three, and by God, we're Marvel fans. And who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. Well, we're back with another Disney Plus Marvel situation. Clint Barton gets his day. What? I said Clint Barton gets his day. Yes. He does. He finally does. But he's still, you know, still working on on marketing. It's just, you know. (laughs) Yes, on branding. He's working on branding. branding and marketing. It's hard, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. For a guy who's always tried to slip into the into the the shadows. Yeah. Well um He's stand first... out above the crown. <laughs> uh first first thoughts and feelings about episodes one through three. Well generally I liked it. Well generally I liked it. That's it. Silence. <laughs> Nobody likes it. <laughs> Well, no, this I'll has start. been inside the Tauntaun. I'll start, and I'll I'll echo my first. Oh, you opinion. said echo! Wah! No, don't do that! Don't do that! <laughs> Son of a bitch! It's um, too soon. It's too soon. So the first thing I think I texted you guys when I watched the first two episodes, which released on the same night last week. This might be my favorite Marvel show. Wow! And why is that? Well, we're definitely going to get into it, but well, get into it. it. (laughs) I think it's well more in depth, but we're just giving our general feelings. Yeah, general. I think uh, show us the receipts, Dino. I think Hawkeye. We had so many lingering questions after everything that happened. Yeah. At the conclusion of the Infinity Saga, Mm -hmm. particularly with his character, Uh, this is a guy who did some. Really, really bad stuff. Yeah. And, and we're finally getting a glimpse into what his life is like having to live with that. Yeah. And having not, you know, having lost Natasha in the way he lost her. Mm-hmm. And then having to live with the fact that he was a mass murderer for the five years during the blip. Yeah. And, uh, and Jeremy Renner is, is such an underused commodity, I feel like, in the Avengers movies in general. So it's so Agreed. great to finally Agreed. see him. Yeah. Truthfully. Uh, and have his day. We, we, uh, like even in, even in the, in terms of like, um, I know this isn't like, I mean, he, yes, he's a, as an actor, like he's a brilliant actor and it's yeah. Underutilized, but even the character, um, and the use of like all of his different types of arrows and stuff, I think that we're finally going to see like, you know, the stuff from the comics that we really didn't get to see in the uh, 
in the Avengers films. Right. Yeah. Very, yeah. very yeah. fun. Definitely lean into his comic persona a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, in in every aspect. Yeah, I mean, the little, like, drawing that Kate Bishop draws of, like, this could be your new costume. Like, that's <laughs> that's his look in the comics. Yes. So, I mean, right. albeit drawn horribly. Yeah, drawn but... awfully, but, you know, the big H on the helmet and, um, yeah, super fun. I got to say, like, I... I'm constantly surprised by how much, especially these Disney Plus series, are like leaning into mental health conversations within yeah. the yep. MCU, and that that is like my first like overall like ooh wowie like situation like just him really you know trying to figure out how to have a normal life with the life that he's lived so far you know and um you know the conversation that he has with kate in episode three about like you know the the life that you want to lead comes with immense sacrifice and so just just know that and um for me it's that's that's one of the things that makes the mcu just more believable and um and just more interesting is because they don't shy away from how these large events affect them, you know, like our characters. Right. They, um, like, I, I, would, I would venture to say that all the Disney Plus shows so far have really kind of been about how the characters have sort of um, been dealing with the events of Endgame, mm-hmm. more or less. Well, and and notoriety and fame don't buy you a happier life. <laughs> yeah, right. absolutely. I, I, th- I thought back to uh, Falcon Winter Soldier when Sam is trying to get his sister alone at the bank. Yeah, and this right. is this is Cap. I mean, this is soon to be Captain America, but everybody knows him as Falcon, and and uh, it doesn't matter. Like they, they we, we learn that. Tony Stark was bankrolling everybody and now he's dead. Right. And the government is like paying them a stipend or something. Like it's it's not good. <laughs> yeah, the scene at the Chinese restaurant when he's there with his family and I think in the first episode yeah. where the um the owner of the restaurant is like, Your you know, your meal is comped and his acting in that was just so great because you can see that, you know, this sort of like conflicted well, thank you. I'm appreciative, but I don't even know. Even yes, I did help save the city, but I don't even know that I'm deserving of. Of, yep. of this. I'm a murderer. Yeah. I murdered somebody's dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just I really appreciate how, without being like too like on the nose and too like this is what we're dealing with. You're right. Like, right. Like it feels very, it feels very natural, at least in my opinion. Yeah, it gives them. Well, it, get, you, it makes them real people. And and that's a that is a great point. And I I was reading an interview uh, with Ridley Scott recently. Maybe you guys saw it when he was Love promoting House of Gucci. Mm. And oh, he, I keep, he, he is that is that his show? The the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. It's like the most like non Ridley Scott movie of all time, probably. It's not doing well. <laughs> oh, really? That's a bummer. 
but in this interview, he kind of got in line with a couple of other directors that have said uh, Marvel movies are garbage. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, yes. but that they're poorly written. There's no meat on the bones. It's just a theme park attraction. And well, you're garbage, <laughs> Ridley's guy. You. Well, number one, why why use your platform to uh, right to even do that? I don't uh, know. That's creepy to me. I don't like that. You use platforms to add inches to your height. And num- and number two, like again, like watching Jeremy Renner in his element with a character he's been developing for a decade. Tackle what you were talking about, Alyssa. Some 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 very serious issues. Uh, but using the the lens of or, or using the framing of a, a comic book to to make it more accessible, I think that's incredibly valuable. Yeah, and absolutely. If you're a, an 11 or 12 year old who's who's watching these, and and then you're watching your heroes kind of uh, these mythological beings going through very relatable struggles. Yeah, that that that, that is worthy and valuable of everybody's of experience. Your time and loss, attention, even even a kid, you know. God forbid, but I mean, you know, a lot of kids go through loss too, so it's 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 all very relatable stuff. Yes, agreed. There's a lot of child murderers out there, you know, <laughs> that yeah. could relate to Clint Barton. Yeah, back when I was a vigilante killing uh, organized crime groups, that was <laughs> right, and auditioning I, I for uh, so Southern California people. theater on the side. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we talk about blood off my hands? (laughs) This has become Macbeth now. (laughs) Yes, Lady Macbeth. (laughs) Oh, now I'm thinking of an all children's production of Macbeth, and I'm. (laughs) I want that. I well, I don't want that. I did it in eighth grade. Oh my god! Oh my god! Of course you did. We did it. We did a one act. We did a one act version of Macbeth. Oh boy! Literally nobody. I mean, I wasn't that much older. I did it in. I did it my sophomore year of high school, but still, it's like, oh, oh my God, boy. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm um, the only Tauntaun who hasn't done it. Well, maybe we'll like do a, a staged reading of it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, I wish that we had, I know we didn't, there was not time for it, but I wish that we had at least 10 more minutes of Rogers the musical. Oh, uh, I literally was just about <laughs> to bring I could do up. this all day. <laughs> oh my god it was so good yes oh god uh, and and rogers the musical was written and if you're a musical theater nerd you'll know mark shaman and scott whitman ah yes you uh, know they they little they shows wrote, known i could do this all day hairspray no biggie yes. smash yeah smash mary poppins returns um oh, and if there was an avengers musical like that that would be a number and i could do this all day like oh brilliant yeah. no doubt brilliant oh gosh it really and got it me seemingly is like the closing to act one maybe but not sure it, it <laughs> would, would i don't think? know i mean we had a i mean we had adam pascal in there is yeah new yorker number one that was his credited <laughs> name. <laughs> um also at the beginning the beginning of the show i was like oh my gosh um Kate Bishop's dad is Brian Darcy James. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, that's yeah. cool. Although he had a very short, short life in this show, but he did. Um. Well, yeah. Sp- speaking of the uh, 
just how this all kicked off. I, I'm such a sucker for seeing old MCU events from a different perspective. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just like how, how <laughs> yeah, how the public guy is sort of like viewing it. Like how horrific that was from the standpoint of just this small little family. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's another thing these shows are doing, broadly speaking. What these shows are doing really well is showing the aftermath of be it you know the new york attack or the blip and it's just one psychological trauma after another for like ordinary yeah. people and i think normally in superhero movies and I, I i think a lot about uh dc was just the lack of uh attention to human cost when you're throwing things into buildings and right mm-hmm and I think Marvel like is that doing was that, that was well like now. where somebody lived, or that's where somebody worked, you know? Yeah, like or ten thousand people just life. died when that thing fell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, um, for sure. It was was yeah. the musical also the where we were introduced to his uh, his earpiece. Yeah, his hearing mm-hmm. aid. His hearing aid. Yeah, which is so great, and and we'll talk about this a bit once we kind of broach season th- or uh, episode three, but. Uh, how he chooses not to have them in at times. Yeah, right. Like he, it, it's He's his like, retreat into silence. his own piece. Yeah, and I and I love the line, and it's so tragically delivered when he says it. But it is funny when his daughter leans over and she's like, "Were you even listening?" He's like, "Honey, I was there." <laughs> I, I know how it ends. Yeah, I know how it ends. Well, and he also on oh, the 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 girl that was like cosplaying as uh, Natasha, like mm-hmm. looks yeah. back at him and and he's less like. You know, it it was just a really great way with like reminding us of like that moment, but not beating us in the head with it. You know, um, yeah, really smart and sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was uh, all of the times that like Natasha was brought up. I think were it was very well done. Like they did it in smart yeah. places. You know, the da- the daughter mentions like. I understand if you don't want to watch that, like she was your best friend and, you know, and then his wife um, mentions it on the phone because she's like, what's the plan? And he's like, a little catch and release. And she was like, oh, one of Nat's moves. Nice. And it just and I like. I love the fact that she's like sort of in on it. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes you wonder if they're just like, I mean, assumedly she's just like a, like an involved and very good wife, you know, that just like cares about what he does. Um, but also like, do we feel like she may have at one point been like an ex, you know, agent? I don't think so. I don't think no. so. And I think in the comics, it's like, that's the, that's the sort of very interesting Hawkeye element is like, he literally lives two different lives yeah right he's like this family man and is like happily married with kids well yeah it's like when they show up uh in avengers uh age of ultron when they show up at his house right you know he calls it the safe house when they're kind of on the run and they all show up and they don't they didn't know clint had a family right Mm -hmm. except natasha yep so he's i mean it's interesting now though because like you know yet I mean, obviously he's he's struggling with marketing and uh, and and you know uh, and all that. But I, I I'm just curious of uh, the, I mean, people assumedly know they obviously know who he is. They probably know who his family are. Um, so he's probably his family is like in more danger than they ever have been. I guess. 
right? Because I mean, before they were kind of like a lot more hidden away, able to be, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, perhaps we're gonna perhaps we're gonna deal with some of that this season. Oh, woo woo! Yeah, and uh, kind of back to uh, the point you were making about uh, uh, how creatively uh, Natasha is is brought up. What struck me in episode three is when uh, he and Kate are having breakfast and. Or no, no, I'm sorry. That's not when it happens. Stop it's, lying. Uh, it's it's when they're being interrogated on <laughs> on the horse of the. Uh, oh, in little, episode three. Uh, yeah. On the, oh, on yeah. The on the little mall rides. Horse. Yeah, the yes. mall horses. And uh, they, they're being interrogated about the location of Ronan and and Hawkeye starts developing the story where he's, he was killed and like, okay, by who? And he said, Black Widow. But if you think about it, he was. Yeah. He was. like, And what I mean by that is Nat's sacrifice uh, basically uh, is the, the trigger point for, for Clint to uh, to give up his vengeful, you know, kind of the vengeful persona he developed when, when Nat found him. Right. When, you know, when she shows up and says, I, I can give you hope. And she did kill him. She did kill Ronan. And... That is such a uh, powerful statement, and um, mm-hmm. but he's still gonna. <laughs> it's not a get out of jail free card. He's still gonna mm-hmm. have to uh, atone, answer for it, and yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see how yeah how they resolve that. At least how they resolve it for him. You know what I mean? Because like like I, you know I that. That's kind of the character arc that I see for him in this show. I don't know if they'll they'll fulfill that, but it it feels like like he, uh, you know, because like, is he just going to continue living with that guilt for the rest of his life, or is he going to find some sort of peace by the end of all of this? Curious, yeah, very curious. Yeah, his um, um his uh, DC equivalent is the Green Arrow, obviously, mm-hmm. and um. I'm watching and reading some some Green Arrow comics right now. I'm watching the CW series, and it's very interesting. I'm wondering if there are going to be some similar parallels in this because uh, <clears throat> Oliver Queen, you know, is a is a vigilante, and he kills a lot of people. They're all bad people, kind of how Batman is. But how many of her right. queens? Huh? Oh, Oliver Queen. Got all it. of what? Were, did that, you actually not hear me, or were you making a joke about I'm queens? I'm stupid. I said, how oh. many of her queens? You said, oh. all of her queens. Mm-hmm. All of her queens. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. That was a stretch. Yeah. I was I like, mean, that I'm... is just <laughs> poor. Uh, uh. Anyhow, and then he sort of comes to this, like, you know, realization where he's like, I don't I don't want to kill anymore. I want to, I want to, yep. I want to save people. I want to be a hero. I don't want to kill. And, um... That sort of becomes complicated, and I am really interested to see how how Clint is going to sort of, like you said, Daniel, kind of like come to grips with all of know, it. What what was and what's to come. So not just well, some then, of our queen, all of our queen. We had to do it again, didn't we? <laughs> we really didn't. <laughs> but also, kind of on a. Uh, on a more basic level, 
this show is is functioning as a I'll be home for Christmas type uh, right. yeah thing where it's like he, he's struggling. Uh, That's kind of the being crux a father. Of yeah, yeah. Like just 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 getting home for Christmas after promising his kids that you know they would they would do all of these activities leading up to Christmas and. But what's so sweet you know, these, these, and is yeah. that they're they're all so seemingly understanding too. They don't hold it against yeah. him because they know that it's his job and that like you know and it's just it, he's more hard on himself than his family even is. Yeah, and I think they've uh, they've de- yeah to your point they've developed a a thick skin and uh-huh. they are used to being disappointed. Right, I think. right, right. They they were also blipped away for for five years. So right. I think there's also probably a bit of. <laughs> I want to know what that conversation was like, mm. like when they came back mm-hmm. after everything is settled, and he explains to them what happened. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like, "Yeah, so well, and, you well, actually, here. you make a very wait. Do you think? Do you think the kid? Do you think the kids know about Ronan? Mm, they I'm don't g- know he I, is Ronan. I mean, no, I, th- I think they know. Whatever they see on the news, yeah. I would think. The w- wife probably knows, though, right? Did she? Did she talk about the the I, suit? She, we don't yeah, know, she, we don't she, know if he is. She said, "Like, did you get the suit? Did you yeah, get the... right? Yeah, she she yeah. knows. And I mean, she knows. She I knows, don't think the kids like, know the, the meaning behind the suit. Uh I think she probably does. Right, because that's the only thing we just haven't like been like, you know firmly told that she knows like all of the dirty details about yeah uh, i have a feeling in my gut that the oldest son has some suspicions Mm -hmm. because um it was just a brief moment but um before they got in the car to go to the airport Mm -hmm. he was like watching the video of kate bishop as ronan like rescuing the dog Oh, uh-huh. And he was, like, watching that. He was watching that several times. So I'm just interested, like, maybe he's piecing some things together. I don't know. Just a thought I had. Hmm. I don't know if it's, like, he's actually going to be, like, Dad, what's your involvement with Ronan? And, you know, if it's, like, that kind of conversation or if it's just that he has a feeling, like, that's why his dad is staying staying back in New York to handle that situation. Sure. Right. Well, we're going to see. We're we going to see and 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 are. uh seemingly very fast because I mean the show is like halfway over. Half over. Halfway over, 6 episodes, yeah. What the hell? Oh, one thing we didn't talk about yet um is uh we're you know, we're getting more world world building and we're um, you know, because a lot of people had theorized about, um, you know, the wreckage of the Avengers HQ in Endgame and yes. wondering, like, who would go there and plunder that area. And we got kind of a little bit of an answer in the show. You know, we got the underbelly of uh, New York auctioning off old Stuff items. From, from the compound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of which was um, Tony Stark's watch? Question mark. I don't know whose watch that is. I thought it was Tony Stark. I I just assumed it was because it kind of like gave that vibe. It was like very fancy looking, but like not 
technologically fancy, just like money fancy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'm just wondering like uh, what they want with it. If it's just like a cute, you know, keepsake that they're like, oh, this. But I mean, you know, <laughs> that it can't be just that because, right? Well, and we we've started to, as you said, like with the world building, especially with these TV shows in the post Endgame world. So if we think about where Falcon Winter Soldier left us mm-hmm. uh, with. Uh, Agent Carter, or now the power broker, mm-hmm. working her way back into the U.S. government and seemingly now being the face of a criminal underground in the United States. Right. Uh, with with uh, And she even mentions being able to get her hands on certain technologies, and and you can surmise what that means. And then you, you cut to this, where you have the, the tracksuit mafia and this this kind of seedy underground collecting Avengers trinkets. And and then the whole premise of Armor Wars, which is the uh, show coming out, uh, I believe, next year or, or it might be 2023 with uh, right. War Machine. And mm-hmm. the whole premise of that is Stark technology being stolen. Right. So, y- so this, you're starting this, this to see this could be a, sort of a, a, a yeah, conspiracy. A little... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they could be all related and or just it's giving us like, a, you know, it's it's reminding us that that is a thing. And, right. mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. Could be a, there, could be, it is, could be as simple as that for sure. And uh, this is actually something that I um, as I was doing my research, I I found a little a little nugget of Endgame that I completely missed. And I was like, oh, my God, that's such a cool detail. And I don't really know whether or not this is what they intended, but. I mean, you know, everything is very purposeful. Um, but in some of the last moments of the film, uh, when they're like outside and sort of, um, and they're going to put Captain America like in the little the little time machine that they built, the little mini time machine outside. Mm-hmm. Um, when they kind of like zoom back, you can kind of see sort of like in the background, the rubble of the Avengers Yes. campus <laughs> for lack of a better term um and you can see like helicopters like picking up right. things and moving them away and, you know and you're like wondering if those are all you know like how how in the world are they keeping you know all of the bad people out of that interesting stuff yeah well and especially if some of the bad people are in government yeah because yeah. we've already it, found out that very easy <laughs> Nobody is to be trusted, basically. So, right. um, well, yeah. You think about, and and I don't want to go too. Uh, this isn't even a conspiracy theory, but this is just kind of going down uh, uh, a line of thinking, kind of attaching this to Black Widow and sure. Valentina, and yep, uh, uh, you know where we left with her, and um, she's gonna show Elena Belova, like and she has to, right? I I I I sense. Like the what we we kind of broached in Black Widow with Yelena now suspecting or mm. now being told that Hawkeye killed Natasha. Right. Oh yeah, she's in this. That's getting addressed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. Uh, bitch. She's in. So... Uh, she's in. Florence Pugh is in three episodes of this, so she's in yeah, the next three. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So she. There. There. There's so much to cover for them, and then this is gonna. They're. They're gonna be like action packed. Really tight. I, I I mean, unless they're planning a second season, I just don't know. Like, it's it's gonna be 
I, it's a lot to cover, I think. But I mean, we'll it could, I mean, yeah, if anything, I think it's going to be like Clint is going to fully pass the reins down to Kate Bishop. Sure. So she will be Hawkeye in the next season. That's if there is a next season, she will she will be the new Hawkeye. And then he'll just or, be like Or the... if this is just yet another setup for Young Avengers or West Coast Avengers, sure. which yeah. I suspect yeah, yeah, yeah. either which, or Yeah, she's or both. she's gonna be in. Well, now that we're talking yeah. about her, let's talk let's talk about our let's talk about our new our new hero, Kate Bishop. She's killing it, by the way. Played by Haley Steinfeld, a delight. She's yeah, honestly, so like great. these kinds of characters, for whatever reason, for me, like can tend to get like annoying really fast. But she isn't, which is she. Like, awesome. She's such a good actor, honestly. Like yeah. I would have never thought, and this is not a slam on her at all. But like from her first. You know, I think Pitch Perfect 2 was like her first thing that she was yep. in when she was a little baby. She was like oh 16 God, or 17. Yes. Well, and then she was in True Grit, like not long after yeah, that. Yeah, and, and now she's like a... She has the range. She's, well, she's a badass boss lady. I mean, she's yeah. like she's like one of the main executive producers of Dickinson on Apple TV. And she, oh, star- cool. and she, stars, she stars as Emily Dickinson. She's Good amazing. And um, yeah, I really... She... She's very like that just like you said Daniel like that kind of like character can get very annoying very quick and her performance yeah, she's just an eager beaver and her, like her you performance know. is very nuanced like it's yeah, there it is. is like a there's a perfect blend of her you know really looking up to him and like she's like oh my gosh I'm now all of a sudden working with my idol and also like she is like in- insanely overconfident and he's right. like honored about that all the time but it's like it's a very interesting character, and I think it's it's definitely a character that we haven't seen that style of character. We haven't yeah, seen that really. in the MCU. Um, totally. I think that I think the closest thing to her is probably Florence Pugh. Yeah, yeah, maybe just like like ener- a, a need energetically for approval. Yeah, yeah. No, but like you know, the, the, their their drawback, their character drawbacks are. Um, justifiably so, but it's a, a need for approval and right. ha- having never gotten it from a parental figure mm-hmm. and, or, or to the degree that they wanted. And yeah. And in Kate's case, it's the, the, the desire to do something good. And she thinks about her dad mm-hmm. as kind of a, uh, a model for that. And, and uh, as you were saying, Alyssa, he, you know, Hawkeye kind of has to knock her down a couple pegs. It's like it's not just you get to do good. Like mm-hmm. there is a serious cost. Yep. Yeah. So I think um, she's she's absolutely killing it so far. I really really like her as you know Kate who else Bishop. is killing it in this show. Who? Pizza dog. Oh, pizza dog. Oh. So I haven't had feelings about a golden retriever like this since Airbud. That little dog. Well, that that is a high compliment. It is. Yeah, it is a very high compliment. Um, but yeah, he's just like he's just like the the smile he has on his face all the time is just so fucking good. Um, obviously, I don't know. If, I mean, for all the people out there who don't know, um, the the actor dog, um, has two eyes, and they did a little CGI magic to give him one eye, like he does in the comic. Um, yes. Yeah, he's just a little cute. Um. How do y'all feel about um, Jack? 
Oh, to- Jack? To- Tony Dalton as sus. Jack. Oh, yeah, he's a bad guy, obviously. Sus, sus, uh, sus. <laughs> but, yeah, well, also known as the Swordsman uh-huh. in, in the comic. In Marvel Comics. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, this is not a good person. Not a good person. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'm. 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 Uh, there's a lot of misdirect going on. Sure. Assumedly. And it feels like. They're misdirecting us from the mom because I think that she's also sus. Oh, the mom is absolute. I mean, she had that like secret conversation with Armand. Yeah, and then yeah. and then and then when Kate asked her about it, she was like, "Oh, um, I have no idea what what he was even talking to me about." They're what? being a little on That's the nose whole- about it too, which is making me a little like maybe I'm reading like they're 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 wanting me to read into this and that that's oh, also absolute- a misdirect. They because like you want know she's always to. wearing red, which is like usually a sign that people are evil. <laughs> or know? she's or she's an actual red herring. Oh, oh. see, there you go, <laughs> there you go. But it's 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 true though, because I, I I do think that they, you know, they're probably up to no good, but they're not like you know gonna be the 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 kingpin, so to speak. No, stop it. Stop yeah, I haven't. Um, Jack Desconce, is that how you say his last name? Yeah, that's uh, it's probably better than I would have said it, that's for sure. Desconce. Desconce. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about that guy. I enjoy He's... him, though. Yes, he is. Oh, a... it's, uh, it's uh, Duquesne. It, oh, okay. Duquesne. Thank sure. you. It's Duquesne. That yeah. checks out. Um, yeah, but I actually don't, I haven't seen, um, Tony Dalton in anything. He's, he's worked a ton. Um, uh, he, he's from, uh, Better Breaking Call Saul. Yeah. Or, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Better Call Saul. I freaking love that show. Um, I've never seen it, but he is, um, great. He's great so yeah, far. Yeah, uh, and, and speaking of, of, uh. Kate's mom, I, I, Vera Farmiga is awesome. Yes, oh, she's so, she's, uh, she's in a, like she's all a, scary, horrifying movies, so I haven't seen her yes. in anything. But or if uh, you watched, if you watched <laughs> Bates Motel, she was in Bates Motel. Yep. Never will um, see that. The Departed, never love will. her. Have seen Departed, so I have seen her in that. Um, uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, I didn't know she was in that. Okay, she she plays she another was... kind of. Actually, she plays Godzilla. That's not... She's really amazing. Yeah, she motion captured Godzilla. It was riveting. Her, her audition tape was a lot like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for Smaug. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, just crawling around. No, but actually, her—I'm actually not joking. Her character in in Godzilla, I think, is kind of a blueprint for this one because she mm. does some bad stuff. Oh, but interesting. It, but f- quote unquote for the greater good, sort of. Uh, if we don't Isn't do this now, then this will doing. happen. Yes. Those. Those lawful evil people. And right. um, my, I think my new fave newbie, new fave newbie, new fave is um. The actress playing Maya, the Echo. Yeah. Um, her her name is Alakwa Cox, and Just a fierce ass bitch. She's like, she's she's uh um 
Do we know if she's like if she's actually deaf or is she just deaf for the show? She is not deaf. She's not deaf. No, she is deaf. Oh, she is what? deaf. I just looked it up. And deaf, and and also uh, 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 missing a leg too, right? Yes, amputee with a prosthetic leg. Yeah, and she's I a badass that. bitch. Well, literally, they started episode. I texted you both this, but episode three started, and immediately I was like, "We need, we need more of her. I want more. Yes. We need more of her. This is such an interesting character. Yeah, this is such a different flavor to anything that MCU has done. Yeah, uh, and yeah, here for we it. We kind of see her sort of like. Her, our little tease in the second episode, we see her like kind of feeling the sound waves coming out of the subwoofer. Well, yeah, just everything about really it. I mean, the little girl that they cast is the young version of her. Oh, also, oh! dear casting director, you win all of the awards because that cast, like, they look identical. She does everything. Yeah, yeah, she was well, perfect. Yeah, that was great. And well, if we're gonna talk about that moment, we yeah, should, let's talk about it. We should mention. Uh, just like the very flippin', like little wink, and a we we saw like a hand and like a little piece of a suit where he mentions like, oh, your uncle will pick you up from, and then uncle is see- mentioned. Uncle is mentioned again. Yeah, in, in the later scene, mm-hmm. very very brief. Um, but in this the uh, the first time you actually get to see a hand and you see a little bit of a suit. Now, this could obviously be another misdirect, too, because I think all of my bells and whistles are going off for Kingpin because it, it's, yes. it's literally yeah. the it, it's like the same suit he wore. <laughs> it, it will be Kingpin. And it, yeah, no matter right, what, right. no matter what Vincent D'Onofrio tells you, he is in this show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And if you need further proof, the rumors that Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, is in Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, enough. Like this is this is not Mephisto. Like this is this is actual, actual real. Yeah, it, 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 actual it feels real. it feels the, definitely the most real that it's ever felt. That's for sure. Well, and you know, this this show more than any of the others recently feels the most like the Marvel Netflix shows. Yeah. Oh yeah, like yeah, Daredevil. I would agree with that. And, yeah, and that's on, that's not on. Pur- I mean, I mean that is on purpose. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and certain, I even remember to blend the the worlds together more. Yeah. Right. Right. After after kind of a time when it looked like they just weren't going to even address them again. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. just pretending they didn't exist. I mean, the, the jury it, is still out whether or not they're actually going to retcon those stories, but just keep the actors. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's that's very possible that they just keep the actors. But yeah, what what reminded me of that was the fact that several of those shows, I think of Luke Cage, um, Daredevil to a degree, uh they they all addressed that the the neighborhoods they kind of take place in mm-hmm. were run down because of what happened in yeah. New York. Same with uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah. Jessica Jones, like, yes. Yeah, it's all yeah, that's like the first I think the pilot of Jessica Jones, they like And and right. And Hawkeye, you're just seeing another angle of that. So I think yeah. it's it's very interesting that they're uh, they're going for that particular feel, which lends credence to a kingpin character mm-hmm. being involved yep yep, in. yep yep yeah so i'm stoked and that the they've suits. they've already um 
Echo Echo series is is happening. So yes, stoked. which is so exciting because yeah, she's she's a fierce fierce woman, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of what she has to offer. Indeed. Yeah, um, so so cool. Oh, I was losing my train of thought. Um, brain fart. Does it brain smell? Fart. Train fart. Train farts. Choo choo. Um, well, while you're thinking about it, um, I just wanted to mention, like, I know that the tracksuit mafia was, <laughs> you know, um. It's straight out of the comics, and they're so goofy and silly, and like, uh, obviously the comic relief for the probably at least one of the comic reliefs of the show. For um, sure. Uh, yeah, it it it's so funny because like, you 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 want the you want the bad guys to be kind of like, you know, super serial. I mean, obviously they're not they're 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 like the very secondary mm-hmm. bad guys of the show. Right. Um. Uh. But yeah, I, I was just so surprised by like the the tone that they took with them because it's <laughs> it's funny. I love it. Yeah, the Imagine Dragons um <laughs> concert. That entire scene was so like one hundred percent unnecessary, but it I I it was wonderful. Yeah. Just so funny. Um <laughs> and yeah, it just, no, that, that, that... Sorry, it, uh, uh, yeah, it just further sets up like how you know, cocky Kate Bishop is like, she thinks like having this conversation is like actually going to help them in some capacity. (laughs) Yeah. In which it doesn't. No, 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 no. No. Well, and I, and I love that. um, It's, it's in that moment where they're, I mean, it's, it's a ridiculous scene, but they're both tied to these horses and, and for the first time you can really see her confidence disappear. And Mm -hmm. he looks over and kind of like a dad, he says, we are going to get out of this. We're going to go back to our families. Just watch me and wait and, for my sign. And, and then, and then he goes on to tell her, interestingly enough, I'm going to need some of that irrational confidence. now. <laughs> like I, I'm going to need you to be just irrationally confident. Mm-hmm. And, and then he, he, this is all while he's cutting himself out and he gets off the horse and she's like, wait, you didn't show me how to do that. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's such a great scene. It's just great. Um, <laughs> and, and then the other running theme of, uh, which I thought was super interesting as it tied into Clint's hearing was communication. And yeah. They were there. It was specifically in episode three. They really play up this idea of communicating, and it, it so beautifully manifests. I I think Kate. I think both of their best scenes are when. Oh, and it kind of chokes me up even now. Um, when he picks up the phone and he can't hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, his little son. His youngest son, Nate. Oh, my God. Uh, this is after he's had his earbud crushed. and Yeah. And she's writing down what he's saying. And, and you can just see uh, just how broken he is. Yeah. and But also how appreciative he is and and uh just uh, emphasizing the, the different ways you can communicate and how he's learning a whole new skill set yeah I, I think it's even said early in the episode uh 
Well, Echo. Or no, no, it was Echo. Echo, yeah, Echo said, which is I think you rely mm-hmm. you rely too much on on uh, your little earbud. Like, Maybe life would be easier without it. Mm-hmm. This, this seemingly like bad person is like offering up this like really really important like life advice to this guy. Right. Well, I mean, she knows like from a very young age that sweet scene with her with her dad where he says, you know, you'll you'll have to be the one to to branch between those two worlds. You Jump have between to, worlds. Yeah. You have to watch. That's how you're going to be able to learn. You have to watch super duper closely. And that's how that's how you're gonna succeed. And um yeah, I thought that was just beautiful. Yeah. Well, and what a fascinating look into deaf culture that yeah. we've really started to embrace in pop culture recently, but um th- this this is a really great uh just picture of 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 what that struggle is like. Literally I think that's such an elegant way to put it. You have to be the bridge between two entirely different worlds. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and while Hawkeye is teaching um, Kate to uh, kind of harness responsibility and confidence, I think Hawkeye is going to get a lesson on on uh, how to communicate and how yeah. to uh, and how to live with his new reality and yeah, and Which let it be a positive. Interesting, and and they're going to pack that all into three episodes. Get out of here. Now that'll that'll have to continue on to either season two of this or Echo, you know. Yeah, you know what? You're not wrong. Maybe he's also a part of Echo. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but. Well, and and I would it, hope it does feel like they're they're. I mean, I guess they. Yeah, I I what what it's one of two things. Either like it's foreshadowing Echo, kind of like showing him the ropes, or. Um, or he just, she just kind of like planted the seed and now he's going to do it on his own. Right. Well, and you know, I would hope, I would hope if there is kind of a passing of the baton from Hawkeye to Kate Bishop. Yeah. That it's not because he dies. Oh God. You know, because what I want to see is. That would be the most, Clint- the, the most sad Christmas show <laughs> Right, and I don't, I, I don't think, right, I don't think that's how it will go down. No, because I no. want to see Clint. I don't foresee that to, to the point we were just making. I want to see Clint, maybe, maybe even like Bruce or uh, Sam or you know one of these other kind of older Avengers. Yeah, be a mentor to this young group that is mm-hmm. we've been introduced to sure. that Kate will be a part of, and and maybe that's his and She Hulk. And maybe that's his uh, kind of recompense, and you know, d- doing the right thing, and and showing these kids that there there is a better way than the way I engaged in. Yes. In quote unquote saving the world, and... I chose the wrong path. Don't do right. the same thing I did. Yeah, and he'll be British. And maybe that's how he finds peace. You know that he's like, you know. Um, setting up a new generation for success, right? You know, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Don't don't give in to your your worst impulses. Yeah, even and when don't shit act emotionally. Gets real yeah. nasty. Um. So yeah, that that'll be interesting. So I I hope their dynamic continues beyond the end of. If this is just the end of this, then I hope it continues into the the movies and other shows. Um, oh, this there is... were a 
I'm so sorry. Oh, please go ahead. No, go, go, ahead. go, no, go for it. Go I, for I, I could, this is no, because this is kind of like completely random. I just wrote this down because I, I remember like thinking like that's such a, a, a really interesting, um, just a, a random argument to put in, but like it was, it like it wasn't even commented on. It was just like a simple like, hmm, kind of look from um from Hawkeye when we when he's peeing <laughs> in. The uh, the theater one. bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, there's a little. Um, somebody wrote on one of the urinals. Yep. It says um, Thanos was right. Yes. And he just kind of was like, huh, you know, <laughs> as if he was like, I don't know if I agree, but it's an interesting, you know, interesting argument. Well, <laughs> and what a funny way to bring the real world and Reddit into yes into <laughs> Hawkeye because there is a Thanos. It, Thanos was right movement. <laughs> yeah, like, right. It, it's real. It's a, it's a legit <laughs> It started thing. as a joke, but but uh, sure. I love that real world eye wink. That, yeah, that yeah. Of yeah, course, yeah. there's uh, there's of course we saw it in Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. The flag smashers. Mm-hmm. Right. And there there is a popular sentiment that life got better for a lot of people when you when cut Thanos the population the in half. Yeah. And ha- have nots became haves and. I would have uh, booked all of the roles. Every single one of them. Yeah, I would have been in so many musicals that you couldn't even stand it. You would have been Dear Evan Hansen. You're right. Oh. I, oh. Dear Evan Daniel. <laughs> Dear Daniel Dawson. <laughs> but sadly, but, but, they snapped them I, all back into existence, so... I'm but that dynamic to... is only going to continue. Like they, I hope these shows continue to explore how people relate to each other. You know, yeah, nor- ordinary people relate to each other. After and then it's complicated. Like you know, there it's it's yeah. not just like um, you know everybody believes in the same ideologies because that's that's not real. Like everybody, there's no. there's a lot of different thoughts and beliefs out there. And well, you yeah, you could probably do an episode on. How politics changed after the blip? Sure. Oh yeah, and, sure. Big time. And what 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 does Just that look like? Theorizing about all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I would be fascinated to see, like, think about how uh, how angry and divided American politics is. I mean, w- what happens when you erase people and then bring them back? And do we become more entrenched in our left-right leanings, or mm-hmm. or or does a bit of empathy come into play? Or I, I I wonder, probably both. I don't know. Yeah. Very. Oh, we didn't talk about the larping. Uh, oh, the whole larping the scene. <laughs> that was spectacular. So freaking funny. The use of camera work where. <laughs> They just, they Thank you for reminding so me of that. Well, and they are cut, like they are so serious. And this is a real group. Yes. And, uh, they, they did a behind the scenes interview with with the Larpers and in, in New York City, and it's it's really great. Um, but uh, but just the the epic music, and then Hawkeye kind of just playing along, and these people are just swinging viciously at him, and he's just <laughs> just tagging them with the sword, just like okay, all right. Just very, very nonchalantly, just walking through this mass of people, and 
It's fantastic. I played along. It's so it's funny. So funny. Episode three, there was one shot in particular in episode three, the car chase. Yes. Where the camera is in the back seat. Yes. And you get this unbelievable one shot where they're driving down the street and you have these vans of of uh, the mobsters are after them and uh, just this glorious action sequence of of Kate figuring out what all the arrows do and this is the first time we've seen so many of these arrows. Yes. Uh, it was glorious. The, the silly putty and... Yeah, uh, the purple snot, yeah. The, the purple snot and then when they're driving through like the Christmas tree market... Uh, uh, the, the the one that oh. kind of grapples all of the trees. Yeah, like and... wired yes. all of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally... Yeah, that, like 360, like, continuous shot was so cool. Oh, it was so cool. And then finally you had uh, the Pim Arrow. The Pim yes, Arrow! Yes, the Pim that Arrow! That was dope. Oh, my gosh. So, I was like, why don't they use so that cool. all the time? I mean, I guess because it, it's just so OP. So like, destructive, yes. Yes. Oh, it was so excellent. Um, so yes, that whole 360 shot was uh, brilliant. And then I loved the uh, the callback to the shot from Avengers that we do see at the beginning of that. You know, Kate, that's the first time she witnesses Hawkeye where he jumps off the building backwards. Yes, and then, yes, yes. And they basically copy the move together off of the uh, the side of the bridge into the su- <laughs> onto the subway car. It's a wonderful action sequence. Um, yeah, I was really, I'm really impressed with the. Uh, I don't know. Disney Plus keeps blowing me away with how they've managed to still recreate the scale of the movies. Money, honey, they've got lots yes. of money. Um, oh, you actually made me think. I um, we didn't really even discuss it, but the 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 opening, um, sequence of uh. Of the show on episode one, um, when young Kate Bishop is like, um, when the their their home gets attacked, like right? Well, we, yeah, we, we we talked about, about that. a little bit, but um, well, no, but just the fact that it was one long continuous oh yes shot. Y- yes 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 yeah like the so cinematography cool. of, cinematography of that was very very awesome yeah just um, her going through the house mm-hmm. like just like trying to find her mom and dad and like seeing like the 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 battle happening outside the windows and like it was just yeah really really cool shots well uh, shot yeah i uh i'm 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 just i'm i'm a big fan and and obviously we need to see how it ends but as of now just because of the the themes in particular that they've tackled this this might be my favorite of the the shows thus far I love. Well, now I, you said you you. I think you you said to us before we got on to the before we started recording that um, episode three uh, kind of encapsulates why you think this show is your favorite. Now, why is that? Um, it, it's his it's his struggle. I don't know why it's not the central theme of the show, but his struggle with his hearing mm-hmm. is is just such a microcosm for all of his struggles and it's learning how to live in a world that he doesn't feel normal in mm-hmm. sure and um and that's kind of twofold it's being hard of hearing he's not deaf he makes the distinction but uh 
being kind of lost in that world when, when, when his earbud gets crushed, but also being lost in a world that doesn't know he's Ronan, but he does. And he, yeah. as I said at the beginning, murdered a lot of people. Sure, they were bad. But uh, uh, just coming to grips with, uh, with what he's done and, and learning to forgive himself and... And but eventually he's gonna have to come clean to Kate and uh, you know we're, we're we are undoubtedly going to get some kind of explanation with Yelena what happened with Black Widow and yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's all coming to a head and I I I, I just jam packing that all into one show yeah we had giant amazing themes well, of Loki and Falcon Winter Soldier is the same thing they're all tackling a different struggle or you know. Uh, aspect but this one does mm-hmm. it so seamlessly and i i just love yeah. the uh i love the street level hero me too kind of yeah, sub-genre like a lot of, of superpowers and, yeah yeah it's just like a guy who's really good at his good at what he does and he's yeah. always been that way like in the avengers right. movies he's he's surrounded by all of these people from mythology or you know stark is armed to the teeth with these technologies and Steve is a superhuman and Thor's a God as an equal. <laughs> and, and just being, being worthy of that is, is, is probably tough for him. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Show's good. Show's real good. I, I'm not sure where I put it, like place it, you know, how a lot of people have been like, Oh, uh, my favorites are WandaVision. Yep. I have Loki to wait until I have to wait until the, the end of the yes, series. Season. I'm not sure where it sits yet, but we'll definitely let you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, loving it so far. Excited for the last three episodes and for the Echo series oh, that we're getting wow, wow, wow. in yep. 2023, I think. Um, oh my gosh, it's that long away. Thanks, sir. Um, but oh yeah, so that's our. those are our thoughts and feelings about the first three episodes of Hawkeye. Uh, really we hope it. that you are watching and listening along and got lots of stuff coming down the pike so uh stick with us if you want to this is inside the tauntaun a podcast in the multiverse of fandom i'm Alyssa simmons and i'm daniel dawson and i'm dino nicandros may the force be with you always Inside the Tauntaun Podcast, please like and subscribe.